This is a HeadGum Podcast. Guys, are you looking for wholesome, convenient meals for this jam-packed fall season? Well, get Factor, America's number one ready-to-eat meal kit, and get eating well off your to-do list in just two minutes. Get 50% off Factor with code BANTER50 at factormeals.com slash banter. That's factormeals.com slash banter50. Now, on with the show! was a night like this when two boys got into a room to do a show called Dynamic Banter. <laughs> it was on the 335 day of ha- Halloween. Not yet. It was 3 a.m. It was 3.35 o'clock. 3.35 P.O. was there with the other one who kind of looked like a urinal. <laughs> hey, guys. Welcome to the spookiest show online, on the Internet. We are on the Internet, aren't we? Yes, I always we forget that. Uh, I wanted to welcome you all to Halloween, and uh, I love Halloween. Mama Mia, do I love it. And you know what I love the most about Halloween is getting... Uh, can you have an echo? Can I get a little echo on this one? Last minute Last party, party invites. invites. Hey, everyone come to my house on the 28th. Really? Because that's the same night everyone decided yesterday and is when the Halloween parties. Tell happen. me if this is accurate. There's one friend that invited you two months ago. Yes. And everybody else invited you yesterday. Yes. Exactly. Exactly. And what's that? Exactly. <laughs> oh, it's a spooky time. I'll tell you that. The witches are laughing at us because the we are the Halloween fools because we have to decide which parties to go to. And we've been dubbed the Halloween fool. We're Dude, Halloween I want to talk to you about fools. two things okay. having to do with that. That's exciting. Kevin loves when we talk about stuff. Um, proper mom. Okay, great. Nick's going to be mad that we talked about that. There is, there's a show at the comedy store tonight that is, it's called culture court. I think I've talked about it before, but they're, um, they present, it's a courtroom yes. and then they present oh, like, yeah. like the thing we did with Malcolm almost. Yeah. Yeah. Like nerd court, but like nerd court, but not nerd court uh, and not nerdy stuff. Not, not just nerdy necessarily, stuff. but tonight they've had me on as the, uh, as the defendant once and the lawyer twice. Oh yeah. And they needed a, a good lawyer and I am a good lawyer Yeah, yeah. and I'm defending witches against uh magicians oh that's so funny so i have i have some jokes 
that I want to say to you on the podcast to see. If oh, we can, yeah, let's go. Because I'm still trying to clean them up. Yeah, I love it. Let's go test them out. It's a Halloween episode. So I go. So I go to the guy I says no. So I walk into the courtroom and I say these are opening arguments, right? I say, Your Honor, I've been saying that a lot lately. Your Honor, Your Honor. So I think I'll start it like that. And then the opening arguments are like, okay, everyone. There's a magician here. If I was 10 years old, I'd be peeing the fuck out of my pants right now. That's really funny. But fuck them, because I'm not 10. What do you think so far? I think it's a strong opening. I wrote all this shit down in order, and I can't find it. Here we go. If I was 10, I'd be pissing my pants right now. So trying to prove that magicians are boring and like witches are scary but at least they're not creepy and witches boring. are cool magicians, magicians are not no they're not they're boring they're yeah. so boring in or fact. they're like cringy like like uh or chris angel right no one wants a man freak show no one wants a man walking up to them saying can you see it do you want to see a trick definitely not not in 2023 no no maybe in 1992 i always think they're gonna pull their dick out you ever seen a magician pull his dick out? Yeah. Comes out of his sleeve. It takes 10 minutes. Is this your card? And he's just holding his penis. <laughs> he's holding his dick. And it's on the card. Is this your but card? But it is your card, which is kind of impressive. All right. So at least witches, like, aren't creepy about it. Yeah. You know? It's not a magic trick to make a girl's drink fizzy. Yeah. No one's impressed Yeah, they're by not that. creeping anybody out. I mean, maybe old time witches would definitely creep people. Like out. witches might put a curse on you, yeah. but they're not gonna hide their spare change in your kid's head. Right, right. And That's touch creepy. your child's ear. <laughs> they're not gonna make a rabbit come out of your kid. They're not gonna smile at your child. No. With a beard. Plus, witches are ninety percent of the time portrayed as horny. Yes. And hating kids, so you know they're pro-choice. So it's progressive. That's right. So they're on the right side of history. Her story. And it, I'm going to end the closing, the opening arguments with saying that the magicians are so boring that people routinely volunteer to be cut in half during the show. <laughs> <laughs> Suck it. Just, that's really funny. Yeah. And then I have a, I have a partner. That's that a it, great joke. That's like a Muppet show joke. That's what I'm going for. I love that. How like would you Fozzie pronounce would this last joke. name? Lisa what? Chanou? 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 C-H-A-N-O-U-X. That's my part. That's the witch. I'm representing. Oh, that's great. So everybody go follow her. She's a funny comedian. Dude, let me run through some of these and you tell me if they're good. So we, she wrote most of these and then I wrote some of them. If I was 10, I'd be freaking out right now. Blah, blah, blah. Every time I speak to a musician, he's just gonna pull his dick out. Um, it's crazy that you can make a woman disappear just by being who you are. <laughs> wait, wait, wait! I didn't. I missed it. You it's crazy it. that you can make a woman disappear just by being who you oh, are. Oh, that's very funny. Women that's great. Like <laughs> yeah. yeah. 
Um, let's see. Every time I hear the phrase sleight of hand, I instinctually put a coaster on the top of my drink. <laughs> Got him. That's very funny. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, magicians have well actually energy. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> yeah. Magicians make even witches hate magic. Yeah, yeah. That's great. These are all really good zingers. Yeah. The only time a woman has ever been excited when a man pulls out a rabbit is when it's that vibrator thing. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Then this one says it's Halloween. You have to vote for us. Yeah. So we're going to try to play the sympathy card if it doesn't work out. You got to do the women thing. Female empowerment thing, too. You got to throw that in there. She said you put the ick in magic. That's a big... (laughs) Good. And then she said, is this your card? A magician's credit card being declined. (laughs) (laughs) That's very funny. So, yeah. I was like, we got to write a bunch of, like, roasty magician jokes. Yeah. And then we'll just put them together in the form of a court argument. It's funny because, like, it's, like, pretty easy to roast a magician, I think. Yeah. But it's also timely. You could do something about their facial hair. Like, sometimes the facial hair indicates that they're a magician. Yeah. Were magicians ever cool, though? Yes. Oh, yeah. Definitely. So when did it switch? I think from the 90s to the 2000s. When David Copperfield went to, um, (laughs) (laughs) went to, what's his name's island? Well, because, like, uh, Epstein's island. Epstein's kid island. Um, because, uh, Chris Angel. Allegedly. Chris Angel was, like, kind of cool in the early 2000s. Yeah. And people were, like, all about that, like, extreme, like, hair metal. Or, like, the, like, like greasy hair. Guys with mascara. Guys with mascara. And he made it, like, goth cool to, like, magic. Yeah. And and so that was kind of, like, the last cool magic thing, maybe. But even that wasn't cool. Yeah. It was just considered cool in the early 2000s. It's very weird. I would love to know what ended it because I remember like being super psyched and real close to the TV for David Copperfield, like making the Statue of Liberty disappear or whatever the fuck. It was like a TV event. Yeah. And there was this one television special he did where like you had to get a deck of cards and put the card on the screen because they know because of the static it would stick to the screen. And that was fucking awesome. Yeah, yeah. And also, if it didn't work, you wouldn't, like, you're not around other families right. watching it. So it wouldn't Someone be like is... you get on Twitter and immediately they be like, this is from Static. This is trash. Yeah, I mean, like, to, I think. Maybe the internet killed The magic. internet kind of killed it. Also, there was that, like, unknown magician or whatever that would, like, or the masked magician. Oh, yeah, go on, like, NBC and oh, be like, right. this he is how you throw all... up linen. Yeah. He would reveal all the magic secrets. Yeah. But also, like, think about, like, when magic is being performed. Like, most of the bigger ones, like David Copperfield, Siegfried and Roy, like, those guys. Like, they were, like, super flamboyant, like, showy. Like, did you ever watch uh, Arrested Development? You watched Arrested Development? Like, Job? Yeah. Um, uh, What's his name? Will Arnett yeah. would do, yeah, would do like a jokey, like yeah. douchebag magician. And I think that like, that's the kind of feeling of magicians in this like current modern day is that like, you're a guy that like 
learn to do little tricks to like impress people mm. and it's like kind of cringy and kind of like flamboyant it's like super like when they're showy it's like look at how cool this is mm -hmm. and they're like they think they're doing the coolest thing ever and i think that like attitude is like it doesn't work anymore so like i think you maybe like because penn and teller yeah, are like awesome. really good but they're also like they look like magicians they're like good entertainers <laughs> they're I, great entertainers. there was the thing that happened between the the 90s and the 2000s where it's like it happened with stand-up comedy too it's like people stopped wearing suits and they started wearing like t-shirts yeah, and jeans yeah. and it kind of works for comedy because it's more like this is who you are as a person you're talking about who you are but there's something nice about the magician who like has a suit on. Yeah, I've you know? seen. Uh, have you been to the Magic Castle? And not like a magician who has like Ed Hardy T-shirt. Right, right, exactly, exactly. Uh, I haven't been there, but I've heard a lot of the stories. So there's like some magicians there that like certainly fit the bill of what we're talking about. But then there's like these like unique ones. Like there was this guy that kind of looked like a Tim Burton character. Sure. But he was like funny. And wasn't like, I'm the coolest guy ever. He was like making fun of himself. Yes. And was very self-aware. And he was like really good and made like a whole show out of it. In a way that like I hadn't really seen done before with like magic. So I was like, maybe that's like what, maybe that's the like, what needs to happen. Is like magic needs to be not just like dudes in suits like well, doing the thing i feel like magicians too like you think that all it is is that you need to be able to do a cool trick but yeah it is about being an entertainer like an entertainer be an yeah entertaining person. oh yeah they like yeah. write a set yeah you can't just if, if do you stuff suck at that part you're gonna ruin the whole thing like when david blaine swallows needles and like holds his breath for 10 minutes i'm not impressed with no, no. i'm very shania twain about that but it's funny because yeah like penn and teller will do the same show every night five nights a week yeah and like and that's like a rehearsed show they did but they're like amazing entertainers and it doesn't feel like it's just something they wrote down they like are professionals dude i went to a magic show once and they the guy came out and there were like four of us sitting at this table and he put onions in kind of like a pyramid shape and he made fire shoot out of them. Oh, that's great. That's like food magician. Yeah. And he made um, culinary magician. mushrooms appear in my dad's mouth. And he did. Is this the same? I may have seen this guy. Yeah. See the same guy that can like slide like he can like like flick an egg into your sister's mouth. Yeah. Whoa. Sleight of hand. Yeah. That's amazing. It. Yeah. Siegfried, Siegfried, and Roy come to magic dinner. We'll put a we'll put an egg in your sister. Your sister will eat this egg. We guarantee it. <laughs> your sister better even if love, she has allergies. Bring us <laughs> only bring a sister that likes eggs. <laughs> um. So can I introduce you to uh, a, someone that I was thinking about yesterday? And, and told you guys about, but didn't have a chance to share with you the majesty that is the... <laughs> the, the magic. The majesty. The eight-foot... The majesty. <laughs> the eight-foot light and sound pumpkin oh, Halloween yes! ghoul. It's eight-foot? Otherwise known as Lewis. Damn, dude. Thank God you remembered it. Let's uh, introduce him to Heather. 
So, oh, that's a great idea. Yeah, <laughs> see if that, see if sparks fly. Uh, so yeah, there's a big pumpkin decoration at Target that is uh, really ridiculous, and I uh, I love it, and I'm gonna play it for you right now. Lewis is a uh, he's got a pumpkin head, and he's got a cloak on, and he looks kind of like a scarecrow. the comedy store tonight i guess tomorrow saturday night for new joke night 10 30 10 31 we're doing valley poppins here we go here we go valley poppins is awesome that's a good show november 3rd is the next surrounded in los angeles at the hollywood improv lab and 6th and 7th i'm in new york tickets on mikefalzone.com So he says like a few things. <laughs> Come on, say the thing. Happy Halloween, my little ghoul. So pretty normal stuff so far. With a crooked smile. Shut up and say the thing. Trick or treat. It takes a while to get to it. I am not a jack-o'-lantern. <laughs> what is that one why does he say that he says it for trademark purposes i am not a jack-o'-lantern i can't tell you that i'm a jack-o'-lantern legally i can't say i'm a jack-o'-lantern my name's lewis <laughs> How funny is that? I might look like a jack-o'-lantern, but I assure you, regular guy. This is crazy. This Lewis. is a big get. We got Lewis on the show, everybody. Lewis. Thank you for having me. It's my busy season. Lewis, uh, you kind of erupted onto the scene this year. Yeah. Uh, I got me a brand deal. So what's the deal? What's your story, Lewis? Where do you come from? Well, I used to do stand-up, and then I took an acting class, and my teacher told me to take a voice acting class. And then I did, went on a bunch of auditions, bombed them. And then I ran into a Target one day, and I was a little bit down on my luck, and I decided not to leave the Target. <laughs> and the freak show. And the freak show in that Target. <laughs> And in the parking lot, and inside and outside, in the record section, where they just have the Bo Burnham record and the Taylor Swift record. That's right, I've heard of those. Anyway, they turned me into this thing, and now I'm making the big bucks. So, and you just say, I'm not a jack-o'-lantern. So wait, it's a person under there. 
Yeah. Well, you're this you're this character. You're this person. You're I this have person. become. He, it's a suit. You're not a pumpkin. No, creature? I'm not a pumpkin. Oh, you're creature. a person. I'm Lewis. You're Lewis. Lewis. You're just a guy named Lewis. Yeah. I'm not a pumpkin nor creature. No bleacher, no bleacher. So, My name is Lewis. So they wanted you to say, I'm not a jack-o'-lantern, I'm a human. No, they wanted yeah. me to say, happy that, Halloween, and this, that, that and the other thing. And I said, I'm not saying it, I'm Lewis. So we can, So there's a, we have a special treat here. We have some of the tracks that they didn't use. <laughs> Perfect for Lewis. These are the B sides. Yeah, the B sides are dropping on Spotify. Make sure you pre-save. So these are all things that Lewis was going to say. Lewis, this eight-foot-tall pumpkin yes. character, and but they don't say this now. These were cut from the. Yes, final. go ahead and play the first one. All right, here we go. Hello, little boy. Your mom has a fat rack. Okay. And they wouldn't let they wouldn't let that one slide. Interesting. Here's another one. Let's hear it. Good morning, family. The groceries are in the downstairs section. <laughs> Look at your mom's fat rack going to get groceries. So that's why they couldn't Okay, say okay. I think it makes sense now why these weren't used. Your sister's ass looks good on Halloween. I'm Lewis. I'm Lewis. <laughs> Don't call the cops. I'm Lewis. Okay, well that one's... You can't arrest me. I'm Lewis. <laughs> Don't put me away after Halloween. I'm Lewis. Keep me in the living room. I'm Lewis. I need... Interaction. Been living in the target. I am not a jack o' lantern. My name is Lewis. And I need to be loved like anyone needs to be loved. Uh, so I love that this thing exists. <laughs> I love that it even exists. Yeah, it's great. I need to be loved. I'm Lewis. I need to be loved. I want what I paid for. I'm Lewis. I uh, I think he's this. I it's mind-boggling that it says that. Yeah. I'm not a jack-o'-lantern. I'm Lewis. It's nice because I was thinking about it when you told me about this, and it's like everything now. The type of humor now is like, um, man. I wish I had the words to describe it. I wish I had better words. But it's like very like self-aware. Yeah. That's like what does yeah. well now. Right. It's like you're above. You're part of the joke, but you're also like yeah. above the joke. Right. You know. Yeah. Like I'm cringe, but other things are cringe too. Yeah. Yeah. That's kind of the general. Like it's a very meta type it's of. It's funny uh, to be cringe. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. So. So like him saying I'm, my name is Lewis is like a joke. Like of course for... it's like a, a jack-o'-lantern thing. It's a pumpkin head and a and a tattered sheet, right? Yeah. But like it's so very obviously what it is. If the joke is you just saying 
I have I a name. I'm Lewis. I'm Lewis. Right. <laughs> That's like self-aware. I think Lewis is better than the 12-foot skeleton. Better? 12-foot skeleton is great. 12-foot skeleton is really fucking cool. Yeah. And when you see it in real life, it's like pretty it, it's pretty crazy. Even during the day, it's crazy. It's a an giant impressive, It's an fucking, impressive decoration. It is impressive. Yeah. It, it, it like adds a quality to your Halloween setup. Dude, they, was, I, dare I say, they the 12-foot skeleton was stolen from Christmas. Right. Because it's like best Christmas decoration is Christmas tree. Like giant. If thing, you want to make yeah. it impressive, you make it gigantic. Yeah. You go to Rockefeller Center. People travel from all over the world to go to Rockefeller Center. You want to make a boring old skeleton uh, attractive to kids, the new kids? Yeah. Make it gigantic. You know what, man? I think you just came up with a brilliant idea. Make everything big. The 12 foot Christmas skeleton. The 12 foot skeleton days of Christmas. You could use <laughs> the first. Skeleton Day of Christmas. Football. My ghoul love gave to me five screaming mummies. <coughs> Freak show. <laughs> there are mu- there's magicians and there's freak shows. I so like yeah the twelve foot skeleton for Christmas you give him a. Santa's hat, hat, so you don't have to put him yeah, away. Yeah, and then you cu- you put lights around his ribs and stuff. Yeah, and he's got like he's holding like a Christmas bag with gifts in it. He's holding the Christmas bag. He's holding the Christmas bag. Don't fumble <laughs> the Christmas bag. Yeah, says this twelve foot skeleton. You all know about the Christmas bag. Well, you know, Dasher. <laughs> I used to love to talk about Santa's crown. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, like interjecting it's a, real a, thing. a tiny piece of like lore. <laughs> yeah, like the Christmas bag and yeah. Santa's crown. You heard about the the furnace in Santa's house? But I always like to tell people that like um, I'm really looking for a good Santa's crown. For this year. <laughs> I and can't find one. People think I'm talking about like the Santa hat. Yeah. And when I explain to them that it's different than that, <laughs> they're like, "Wait, what? The crown that he wears? Santa's crown." That he wears, not during Christmas. (laughs) Come on! It's made of pipe smoke. Santa is the king of the North Pole. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Dude, you know what else I was thinking about? I think Jack Skellington was a five-minute lunch conversation. Oh, yeah? Tops. I don't think they took more than one day. You mean the name or the whole creation The name. Yeah. The name was just like Tim Burton drawing a skeleton on a napkin and going like, this is Jack's skeleton. Yeah. <laughs> and then probably was like, how do we make a timeless Halloween movie? Okay. Well, what's Halloween? Witches. Ghouls. Jack and lanterns. Yeah. Skeletons. Skeletons. Jack and lanterns. Skelling. Jack. Jack. Skeletons. Jack skeletons. What if we called, what if instead of Jack's skeleton, we made it seem like he's got like an actual person's last name. Like what? Like, like Jack Brown. Yeah, Jack Smith. Okay, let's go to lunch and then we'll come back. back. (laughs) (coughs) That movie would have been more successful, less successful, or just as successful if that guy's name was Jack Jack Smith. (laughs) 
I mean, how often does he say his last name in the movie? But everybody Who's knows who he is. Who's your favorite Nightmare Before Christmas character? Jack Smith. But what if Santa's last name was Smith? <laughs> Who's your favorite Nightmare Before Christmas character? James. <laughs> James Robertson. <laughs> Do you like Frankenstein? The ghoul. Do you like Frankenstein, the Wolfman, or James Robinson? <laughs> All of your favorite Nightmare Before Christmas characters are here. Jack Smith. <laughs> Kevin Robinson. All of your favorite Christmas ghouls. James. The Thing. James. The creepy ghoul from the, under the well. The woman with the green ribbon around her neck. And Karen Levingston. <laughs> Isn't that kind of what... I mean, <coughs> Michael Myers is cool because his name is like alliteration yeah. or whatever. But like somebody with just a very normal name that doesn't yeah. flow very well. Well, like a monster, like some kind of monster with someone's like regular name is like if somebody funny. named the Cloverfield Monster. Yeah, Aaron. Aaron Thompson. <laughs> the creature known as Aaron Thompson is heading towards New York City. Please hide from Aaron Thompson. <laughs> if you see Aaron Thompson, there might be um, parasites dropping off Aaron Thompson's stomach. That you're gonna want to watch out for. Uh, speaking of Aaron Thompson, you could. Yeah. Why not? We got a lot of spooky history robes to get. Through. I know. So we want to do ads and then history robes. Yeah. Why did that one feel good? <laughs> in, your, in your brain? Did you change your, your thoughts at all on Halloween? Dressing up for Halloween? Um, well, yeah, I mean, like, I, got, I did get invited to quite a few f small things. And was like, I guess I can't go. I guess I gotta, like, put something together. So, yeah, I was kind of thinking, like, I have this, um... What's that company that makes, like, uh, big zip-up, like, sleep... Snuggy. Snug... No, 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 no. But you're close. It's like that. It's like tipsy elves or something like that. But they make these, like, jumpsuit, like, pajama things that are, like, costumes... That you could that like double as a costume, but it's like a sleep thing or whatever. And I have one that's like a wolf man, and it's got like fuzzy stuff and like the wolf hood and stuff. Mm -hmm. And I could literally just throw that on and be like, "Boom, I'm a werewolf." Or the kid from um, Where the Wild Things Are. That's right, exactly. As a grown grown up version of. I've grown up and realized that there's problems in the world. I've grown up and realized that the wild things are here. This is where they are. That book should be called Earth. Where the wild things are. Oh, the second one should be called They Were on Earth. <laughs> You're right. It is a pre-roll. Will you remind me of that? Somebody tell him. Three, three. 
the 6th, I'll be at the Delancey in New York City. And on the 7th, I'll be doing Surrounded again in New York City, probably the last Surrounded show of the year, at The Stand. It's going to be a good time. I'm working on a new live show. You guys interested? Mm -hmm. I'm working on a live dating show. Oh. And on November 29th, I think we're going to do a test run. So if you're single and you want to come to a fun live dating show, that may or may not be a good idea. We will see. Come to the Westside Comedy Theater on Wednesday the 29th. It's like very, they need to have that one in there. Like of all the things he says, there's nothing arguably that they need to have in there more than that because it's such a, it's such a, it's a pumpkin head on a sheet. Yeah. And so so if they, if people were like, what the hell you ever get one of those fucking, what kind of decorations you want? You want one of those fucking pumpkin sheet thing heads. That's the way a regular person would say it. Right. And now they say, "Do should we go get a Lewis? So th- they're saying, this guy is saying, jack-o'-lantern is just like my profession. My, I have a name and it's Lewis. Yeah. Trick or treat. I am not a jack-o'-lantern. He's so much more than that. He glows in the dark. He glows in the dark? I'm not a plumber. My I'm... name is Giovanni Vespucci. <laughs> That's like the regular guy version of it. Alright. Guys, happy Halloween. What a great Halloween it's been so far. What was your favorite part? Mine too. <laughs> Your favorite part was mine, too. Mine, too. My favorite part was yours, too. Guys, Squarespace is a wonderful service for all you knuckleheads out there that are looking to start a website. I'm talking about you. Maybe you've been thinking about it. You've been on the fence. You're like, I've got an idea for a website. I've got to put myself out there and make a way to advertise my wares. The things I do, the things I'm good at, like MikeFalzone.com is a Squarespace website, and that's a place where you can find all sorts of things like Mike's upcoming shows and things like that. Yes, you're 100% right. Very important, very useful marketing tool for someone who has a business. So easy to just send people to the same place. You don't want to be like, go to this social media to see this and go to that social media to see that. It's very important that if you're trying to do something, especially your own business or something creative or whatever it is you want to send them to one central place your website is like your your home address and you want to have a one-stop shop not get people lost or confused because that's how you you lose customers and people drop off so it's so important to have a nice beautiful good looking website and you could do that just by choosing a template then it's drag and drop after that you might be saying but i don't know html i don't know other things i must have hit the drum button that commercial Anyway, you don't need to know any of that stuff. You just need to know how to click the one you want to use from award-winning templates. They win every year at the National Template Awards. And then you uh, you build up from there and have a beautiful-looking website in no time. 
That's right, isn't that nice? And that's straight from the mouth of an individual who has a Squarespace website. So, so, go to squarespace.com for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, go to squarespace.com banter to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. That's squarespace.com for the free trial. And when you're ready to launch, squarespace.com banter to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. Thank you, Squarespace. Thank you, Squarespace. Adverge the... Can I go get a water? Yeah. Kevin, would you mind getting the door? That's such a funny question to ask. If you're perfectly able to open the door yourself. Guys, uh, how about the sound effect of a fire crackle if we had it? What is that? Spicy poops? Is that what you got? You can't fight fire with paper! Soothe your booty after every duty with a precise stream of water straight to where the sun don't shine. That dirty pit you call the butt. Look, taking a dump shouldn't cost you money. End your relationship with costly paper. Ditch those archaic caveman tools and join us in the future where we have been enjoying the greatest way to use the restroom. And that is my own words. And this is... Listen, there's over 100,000 five-star reviews for Tushy. And you can see why millions of real pooping humans, including myself and Mike Falzone, already love the Hello Tushy B-Day. And every Hello Tushy B-Day attachment comes with a 30-day risk-free guarantee and a 12-month warranty, guys. It's as easy as one, two, three, poop and pee to get this boy set up. Super easy setup, and then all of a sudden, guess what? You're in the future. Welcome. Welcome. You have now finally joined us in the future because the Hello Tushy Bidet cleans the bum with a fresh stream of water that's two times better than wiping and prevents poo particles from spreading to your hands and everything you touch. And as I said before, it attaches to your existing toilet, requires no electricity or additional plumbing, and cuts toilet paper used by 80%. Hello Tushy Bidet pays for itself in under a year, guys. So how about this? Stop wiping and start washing. Go to hellotushy.com forward slash banter and use that promo code BANTER for 10% off your first order. That's hellotushy.com slash banter for 10% off. Thanks, Tushy. Dude. I'll tell you right now, Tushy, will, Tushy just having a bidet will change your life. Oh, That's yeah. like, you know, so few inventions in our adult lifetime are like, man, what a life-changing thing. It's like, what are some things I can think of? The internet uh-huh. and uh, iPhones, like smartphones. Tushy's like, I... I, just the bidet in general. I just want it in my life every day. Forever. And so so weird how 
the conversation that you have when you present, especially like a male guy, yes, a full male guy, one big male guy with the idea, like your mailman, <laughs> yeah, or woman, <laughs> or their them, they 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 male, they <laughs> mail them, um. When you present them with the idea of having a bidet and they're like, oh, I don't want anything touching my ass. Like that is so that that is like the baseline for like all kind of like hatred and, yeah. and prejudice and stuff like yeah. that. It's just like you you think you know something and you think it's going to like do something yeah. to you that's going to make you uncomfortable. And then when you look at it and embrace it, it enriches your whole life. And it's interesting to just be like, man, there are so many people who could have embraced this. There's so many people who could have cleaner ass. I wish you had cleaner ass. Thank you. And I wish you. The what? Seventeen. What was? The bidet. Invented in 1710. That's wow. crazy. How did the first crazy? ones work? They were. I felt like... Like, how did they get the pressure? Probably they had, like, someone pumping it or something. You had to squat over a geyser. Uh, Archibald, I've finished my dump. Would you push the water pressure valve, please? I've finished my lettings, Archibald. I've left my leavings. Please use the water to spray me down. Dude, me and Nick were doing something the other day where we were doing like a very posh little kids accent. Oh, that's fun. But doing yo mama jokes. Oh, that's great. And it was the best. That's I love that. Your mother is so fat. She has seen a large pizza outside. <laughs> oh, Roast it. Your mother. <laughs> your mother is so stricken with poverty that all of her jewelry closets are filled to the brim with aluminium. <laughs> <laughs> your mother's circumference is so vast <laughs> that the area code in which she resides is her own. <laughs> your mother simply has her own gravitational pull. <laughs> <laughs> because Pretty of the good. circumference of her rear end. That's a good, that's a good, that's a good bit. Yeah. I like that bit. And you can try that. There it is. Gravity fed. That was the space version of source fed that we pitched. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, uh. the, first, the first white wall news, annoying news video in space. Guys. It's time for the spoon. It's time for my favorite part of the year. Blah, 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 blah. When I drink your blood. <laughs> How did Dracula get in here? Close the window. Uh, so, it's time for Halloween. The window is Halloween. Halloween. Dude, this is like <laughs> this is if Scream woke up in one of the Saw movies. <laughs> you want to play 
play a game. I want to play a game. You like to scream. And now you're going to scream for your life. Scream in featured in Saw. Yeah. All right. Any yeah. particular we should pick? I, I think just, just go for first, it. The first scary one. Choose the first scary one you see. How about this? Ghost Guide History Road. This here is from Monica, and they say, Hi, Mike and Stee. I'm a two-horn honk-born girl from Canada. Happy, happy. And I've been watching Steve since the SourceFed days, and Mike since he used to walk around telling people what to do. Whoa, what the three, F? Three, three, five, three. We got a first-time, long-time situation. Three, five, three, three, five, three. <laughs> uh, yeah, I got it. Uh, I got it. <laughs> Did you hear? Do you hear what I said? I think we got it. Uh, I have a side job as a ghost tour guide. Essentially, I take people around the city to haunted places and tell them the ghost stories and history behind them. Oh, Ooh. in where? Uh, in Canada. Awesome. Uh, oh. I don't know. I don't know. He didn't Sweet answer the didn't question, right? Poor guy. I'm not a jack-o'-lantern. Don't get it twisted. Don't. It's literally the best job ever, but there have been a few tours that have made my bones shake and shiver. Whoa, what the fuck? One of the tours we do is of an old city jail that was used from 1862 to 1972, right in the downtown core. 62 or 52? 1862. 1862, wow. I took my group to the top of the jail like usual, which contains the old gallows, death row, and a bunch of other cells. As I began my usual story about the terrible living conditions inmates experienced while here, that's when we heard it. <laughs> I like how you searched for it first. I had to get in the page. Is there the a bang page? Oh, there was banging. Oh. I've got a different sound for that. It sounded as if someone was on the opposite side of the jail slamming one of the cell doors repeatedly. Slamming one of the cellmates repeatedly. <laughs> However, we were supposed to be the only group upstairs and these doors are heavy. It would take a pretty strong person to slam one of those doors, let alone consistently. I wouldn't be surprised if they hired a person or like it was oh, just like your, your shift. Yeah. Like you start on the door and you take everybody's tickets and then they leave and they go, they're like 15 minutes into the tour and then the door guy goes up to slam the door on the third floor. <laughs> but consistently it have to be a super strong person. And I think this person who is a tour guide would know of this person too. This is the tour guide saying they hear the door slamming. Well, he could be keeping. Oh, like he's keeping a secret. Even All those tour, tour guides. guides are carnies. Dude, that's funny. They yeah. don't even know. They're not telling each other. No. They're all in on it. It went on throughout my entire story, and after I finished, <laughs> I ran to the other side to see who or what was making that ruckus. But as soon as I got there, the sound immediately stopped, and all the cell doors were eerily still. 
What date does Halloween fall on this year? Tuesday. The date. The date. Tuesday, 2023. Three. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's a. Uh, three, 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 five, three. Five, three. Got it. <laughs> well, and what's your social security number, sir? Three, three, five, three, three, five, three. <laughs> That's not enough numbers, but <laughs> Oh, another three? Okay, now we're now we're there. You got another three of you. Oh my god, about... you weren't done. You were taking a drink. And <laughs> yeah, I get a drink. So anyway, my group and I were pretty spooked, but we continued the rest of the tour like normal. Brave. On another tour, still in the jail, one of my guests filmed a quick video of Death Row. When she finished, she wanted me and the other guests to see what she caught on camera. It was a small group, so we all huddled around her phone. In her video, you could see the tall silhouette of a man in the corner of the fourth cell on death row. No descriptive features. It was essentially a shadowy figure. Whoa. This cell is known for having lots of activity because it was the cell reserved for the person who was the next to be hanged. It's guarded by two iron walls for maximum security. There used to be iron doors as well, but the building had them removed because they would mysteriously close on people during the tours. Close. <laughs> Once the door closed so suddenly, their finger was chopped off. What the fuck? That's the risky run. Damn. After we watched the video, my small group all looked at each other and we quickly left Death Row on the next stop on the tour. On to the next stop on the tour. <laughs> That's just the tip of the iceberg of things that have occurred in the old jail. It's a spooky place. Hmm. If you ever find yourselves in Ottawa, shoot me an email and I can get you boys on a free tour. I would take a tour for sure. Uh, just not the jail tour, LOL. That tour is ending on December 31st, 2023, after 25 years of running. Dude, so crazy to, like, um, be in a prison in the 70s that was built in 1850. I know, right? You're just, like, walking around, and you're like, Jesus, this is this is some history here. Like if you're these the, walls could talk. But imagine how gross and shitty it is and how uncomfortable if you're, like, the last class of inmates before they close the prison. I know. It's like the last – because you're, you're like – we can't legally run this anymore. It's like not even up to. Any this is kind not of okay. People are bigger now. Yeah, people are bigger now. Exactly, and live longer. Yeah. Uh, we have plenty of other tours in Ottawa, Kingston, and Toronto. Thanks for all you do. Never stop this podcast, or else I'll send a ghost after you. No, please don't. <gasps> also, please don't. Mike, your surrounded show in Montreal was a blast. Hope you boys come to the Great White North for a live show one day. Hell yeah. Thank you so much for coming to that. Uh, stay spooky, and for God's sake, please stop lighting the audience. <laughs> Sincerely, Monica. Good throwback. Thank you, Monica. That was a good one. Good history, Goose Bump Road. Dude, I remember when I went to like Savannah for the first time, and when I went to uh, Virginia. They all have like walking ghost tours at night. That's so fun. Yeah, very That's cool. That's like. Uh, uh, New Orleans. Yeah. New Orleans has a lot of ghost tours that are super fun and spooky. <laughs> uh, Adrian says, my spookiest experience history road. 
That's gonna be a good one for spooky stories. Yeah. I opened the door and there was a ghost and I let out a scream. <laughs> it's like a um like a Fortnite emote with the music right. that plays. Hi Mike and Steve, long time viewer, first time history roader. Hi, welcome to the show. I just won 250,000. I'm not joking. Sound too good. <laughs> Sounded like he was busy as well. I've seen his office. There's decorations all over the place. And he's just distracted. They have a party and it's just a lot this time of year. I'm a horn honking hunk from New Hampshire and here with my spookiest experience. <laughs> Shortly after COVID started, me and my mom got evicted from our apartment and we had to go live in a hotel in my hometown of. Rochester, New Hampshire. Hell yeah. This motel is known in my town for being sketchy and constantly being raided by cops, and they were more right than I could have imagined. This motel is known for being in my town. <laughs> it was me, my mom, two large breed dogs, and one cat stuffed into a two-bed motel room for four hellish months damn holy shit two bed room yikes tough to be even with a friend in a two bed room during this time my mom worked nights <laughs> so it would just be me and the animals in the room this history road takes place on one of those nights <laughs> oh word I was playing video <laughs> games at the desk next to the window in the room that faced the back of the hotel. Important note, I, uh, let's see, important notes. Smoking weed in the room. What? Important note. Smoking weed in the, oh, important note. I smoking weed in the room. <laughs> right now. So the, I had the blinds open. <laughs> Dude, what what is the face? What is the like? What is that? It's the face you kind of make. What is it? It's just a face you kind of make. I smoking weed in the room. Are you okay, Adrian? Yeah. I smoking weed in the room so the I had the blinds open even though it was dark. This is like every text I've ever sent. <laughs> <laughs> At some point while I'm playing, I hear what sounds like a scuffle out towards the front of the motel. I immediately stop by smoking weed so in the blinds. So I went and I am. <laughs> so I went to the door of the room and I smoked weed. <laughs> I smoking weed. So I went to the door of the room and peeked out. 
of the room. There was no one out the front lot I could see, even though I heard something. But I closed the door. Another important note, this whole building is one floor. <laughs> I closed the door and locked it. When I turned around, I damn near shat myself. Outside the other window where I was playing games was a disheveled man in his late 30s with his eyes very wide open, staring at me motionless. I froze and locked eyes with the man for a moment before he started to beckon me towards the window. I shit you not. All I could muster was to motion no by shaking my head. Yeah, like someone's like, and you're like, That's all. I'm all good. I smoking weed in here. He tried to beckon me over one more time before I just repeated to shake my head. And then he just walked out of sight. And that was the last time I saw that particular creepy entity. Crazy to attempt to kill someone and not have a better plan. Than then that. just come here and let me kill you. <laughs> You said I'm, before. What if I had my hands up? Come here. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Mm, all right. I gotta kill you. <laughs> Damn it! You said. Sorry. You I, said. You I, said. I know. I know. I said. I got this you. is why I don't want to go. Sorry. This is why I didn't want to come out. It's <laughs> very funny. <laughs> Uh, I did not leave the room for the rest of that night, and the blind stayed closed after dark for the <laughs> rest of was my there the stay. Whole time. <laughs> he was just outside. That would have scared the fuck out of me, man. Yeah, three days later. I wish this was the only crazy story I have from this place, but it, it it's it only one of like twelve. Wait so. until you hear about the day came around the front. <laughs> if you're interested, let me know. Love you, boys, so much for real. Have a good rest of your day. I smoke you weed. I'm smoking weed in here. I can't come out right now. Where's this? Right down below. It's a a a a test. Ow. Mm, uh, ooh, uh, uh, oh, oh, wow. Test B says ghost roommate. <laughs> <laughs> Not no. <laughs> What's it from? What is that an extra from? <laughs> a cool chase scene. What is it from? Movie from the 80s. Being chased by a calculator? Ghost roommate. Howdy, partners. I have a real ghost story to share with you. Tell someone else. Freak, freak.
Mamma mia. Pussy. I live in rural Colorado. I live in rural Colorado in a small town. When I first moved here, I lived in what was basically a shack, and my landlady was a terrible person and a con artist. So after 10 months of dealing with horrible living conditions, I jumped at the opportunity to move into a three-bedroom house on my own. Since I don't have nearly enough stuff to fill three bedrooms, I left two of them completely empty, one of which had a very weird vibe, and I didn't like to go in that room. There was also a cabinet door in there that opened into an attic crawl space where there was an abandoned litter box, which becomes relevant later. This okay. is in his shack? Mm. I think her. Her shack. Her shack. Why is he at her shack? In a rural Colorado small town, they moved there in what was basically a shack. Right. So after 10 months of that, moved into a three-bedroom house on their own. Hmm. That What a bummer to save up all your life for a house, and then you're bummed out to go in one of the rooms. I know. They This person left two of them completely empty, and one of them had a weird vibe. So... When I first looked at the place and signed for it, I sent pictures to my family and my sister told me it looked haunted. I laughed it off because I don't believe in ghosts. <laughs> then, when my 60-year-old coworker who claims to have had supernatural experiences with a poltergeist. And then, when my 60-year-old coworker had died a year later came to me in a dream. In a dream. <laughs> He looked around inside the place and said, this place is haunted. <laughs> wow. Damn. That's not a nice thing to say to somebody who's moving into a new place. Well, you would also want them to know. I guess that's true. Yeah. I would not say it. If I felt it, I would not say it. Yeah. You know. When I started laughing, he said, you must think I'm joking. And I said, no. It was just funny to me that he was the second person who had said that. And it's too late for me to change my mind because I already signed the rental contract. About a week into living there is when spooky shit started to happen. Your honor. <laughs> the typical flickering lights and creepy sounds in the walls I attributed to the house being old. Until one day I was listening to music on a Bluetooth speaker. Ooh. When it flipped the fuck out and started playing a shrieking static noise at full volume hate it i paused the music on my phone but it didn't stop the static so i tried hitting the power button on the speaker and it wouldn't turn off it freaked me out but mostly because it had been a jump scare so i yanked the cord out of the wall and it finally stopped a few days later i had my phone open to snapchat but wasn't touching any buttons on my phone when the camera suddenly reversed to the front-facing camera <laughs> and the find face filter popped up and it startled me. Spooked me real good. At this point, I was still calling myself a skeptic and I started to wonder if there really was some kind of entity in my house trying to make me aware of it since all the so-called evidence was really starting to stack up. If they could do so much as a ghost, they can make it cold, 
They can make the lights flicker. They can Doors slam a prison door. Yeah. They can come through your Bluetooth speaker and make a howling noise. Why not just say what you have to say? Because I uh, guess they find more fun in fucking with us. So it's important for a ghost to have fun? They yeah, run maybe on they're fun? so bored on this like plane of existence where they can't move on that they're just like, fuck it, I'm just going to fuck with people. They're above talking. Maybe they can't. Hey Siri? Maybe they can? Oh. Can ghosts talk? <laughs> it says I don't know who's Hey Siri. Siri, maybe they can open Ghost Talk? Yeah. What do they say? What'd you find for that one? <laughs> At this point I was still calling myself a skeptic, but I started to wonder if there was really some kind of entity in my house trying to make me aware of it. Okay, I said all that. One day I got a letter in the mail addressed to Jessica. D. And there's a full name, but it's like redacted. Who I assumed to be the previous resident. I recognized the last name, and suddenly a memory came rushing back to me. I'd had a student the previous school year whose mother was named Jessica D. But there had been a point of confusion about that family. The D family had experienced a tragic death mere months before I had moved to my small town. But the student who shared the last name was of no relation. Suddenly, the dots lined up, and it clicked. This wasn't the mother of my former student. This was the other Jessica D., whose teenage son had died in his sleep. Whoa, what the fuck? So sad. I whipped out my phone and did a quick Google search, and sure enough, almost exactly a year prior to me moving into that house, an 18-year-old boy named David had mysteriously died in his sleep, most likely in the empty room that I had felt a very strange energy in. Damn. The one with the kitty litter in it? That was, that, that, yeah, that room had a crawl space, a, an entryway into a crawl space that had a kitty litter box in it. Sure. Uh, ding dong, and we'll sing the song. <laughs> the death records were sealed, so I had no idea if he had a medical condition, but rumors had gone around the community that he had been seen doing cocaine at a party the night before, which was apparently out of character for him since he had been an honor roll student. Yeah, well. Yeah, well. Sometimes you don't. When I got home that day, I walked up to the empty bedroom and said his name out loud. And all the hair on my arms stood up. Damn, dude. The ghost made your hairy arms stand up? That's crazy. How hairy are those arms? <laughs> Send pics. Send pics. Wiki arms. <laughs> <laughs> Wiggy arm hairs. Uh, uh, uh. <laughs> and then I started talking to him. I told him I knew who he was and that people hadn't forgotten about him. They remembered him fondly and that his parents had been very protective about him <laughs> by sealing his death records. It could have been my imagination, but I felt a shift in the energy in the room. 
As the weeks passed, I fondly greeted David every morning upon waking up and said goodnight when I went to sleep. Well, kind of in a relationship with David. Yeah, seriously. And then, after a while, I noticed the absence of weird stuff happening. The lights didn't even flicker anymore. I like to think that all he wanted was to watch you change for the rest of his for the rest time, of his days. Please let a young girl move in here, please. Please I like to let think a naked young girl over eighteen. I said. Well, he was eighteen. But I'll just say the girl should be over eighteen too. I said. Because <laughs> I'll keep getting older, I guess. Because I need no one younger. I said. I'm three hundred now. <laughs> I'd like to think that all he wanted was to be remembered and that once I acknowledged him he was able to move on but back to the abandoned litter box the only a message other... in it there is it's, it's it like the change. cats need Please more change this the cats need you to change your diet cats need water stop feeding the cat from the table the only other weird shit that happened in that house was when my dog dragged a rotted cat carcass, just bones and matted fur, peeled back to expose the skull, into my house one day while I was tripping balls on acid watching Annihilation. No. Oh my god! Why are you watching that movie on acid? That movie is like already acid. Yeah? Yes. I don't know that movie. And it has, like, one of the most terrifying, like, hybrid creature yeah. things I've ever seen making, like, a sound I've never heard oh. a creature make. Interesting. That was, like, really unsettling and stuck with me for a while. So, wow. What's it about, the movie? It's really cool. It's, like, an alien invasion movie. And, like, there's, like, this alien kind of, like, force field that just shows up one day. And it's like getting bigger and it's like covering like an entire part of this like desolate kind of like forest area. And so all these scientists and government people go in to like figure out what it is. You taste and it. Every time they send people into it, they like never come back out. So they like send in a team of uh, scientists to go like to kind of like try the last attempt to like save everybody in there and stuff and since it's like growing it might cover like the whole world at some point they don't know when it'll stop sure it's a really good movie it's by the guy that did uh, an, uh ex machina, ex machina. Yeah. what's that guy's name something gareth no no gareth machina but he also did that that show oh, alex. alex garland yeah. alex garland anyway on acid sounds fucking bonkers uh, and I looked down and saw her chewing on bones and thought the movie had become real life because the corpse looked awfully similar to the bear in the movie. Okay, that's fucked up. Yeah, I guess the D family buried their pet cat, so not only did I have their son David as a ghost roommate, but I also got to deal with poor pussy's corpse. Dude, and then the and then all the wacky stuff <laughs> the wacky stuff started again because he was like, Your dog dug up my cat. Oh, why'd you do that? Yeah, now he's back. We had a whole thing. Anyways, that's my story. Hope you enjoyed it. If you have any questions or want to hear more about my nightmare acid trip involving the cat skeleton, feel free to call me. Is she alone? I might actually answer. Don't you dare read my phone number on the podcast. Love you guys, Tess. Yeah, live alone. Can we call her? Yeah, you want to call her? Because yeah. it sounds... She sounds like she likes being terrified. Yeah, this is Let's crazy. 
What if she's tripping balls right now? I need now? to know about being on acid and watching Annihilation, too. Yeah. What's her name? Tess. Tess? Short for testicle? Testicular. Hi, Tess. This me, Steve. Three, eight, five. Whoa, they're doing the three. <laughs> three, three. Five, three, three, five, three. <laughs> All right, I'll try it one more time. Dude, how spooky would it be if... If it was that Three, number? three, five. Hello? Hello, is this Tess? Oh, no fucking way. Oh, yes way, dude. We got your history road, and Gotta this is Dynamic twice. Banter. Oh, Hi, guys. What's Hi, Tess. up, Tess? What is up, dog? Um... I'm actually at work, but it's during like my lunch time, so this is the perfect timing. Oh, wonderful! We um, won't keep you too yeah, long. Well, I'm I'm good. Yeah, I just can't be t- saying backwards in front of my students. <laughs> sure, All right? Just like you did. Um, well, but Mike and I just read your history road on the show, and we have a few Ooh, questions. Crazy, crazy stuff. And I kind of related to the, like, talking to the ghost part. Yeah. Because, like, you know, I've made, like, weird, like, I live alone and I make weird packs with, like, spiders sometimes. Where, like, I see a spider and I, and then it, and then, like, I walk away and I come back and it's gone. And I just make a declaration in the room and I say, Mr. Spider, I say this out loud. Mr. Spider mm-hmm. or Sp- S- Spider. Yeah. Sir or madam. <laughs> Sir or madam or anything in between. <laughs> if you're going to be in here, I understand that, you know, maybe there's some juicy little bugs in here for you. Yeah. And I would love for you to get rid of all those enjoy. bugs and enjoy you, that. You alone, you alone. Yes, but if you touch me or look at me in a weird way, <laughs> you're dead. <laughs> Exactly, and I'll I'll say it out loud, and I and I don't know if I don't know if it does anything. It probably doesn't, but it makes me feel a little bit better. Is that what it felt like when you were talking to this ghost? That is kind of what it felt like because I I mean I still consider myself a skeptic because you know if I was to to tell I've told this story to many people and people who believe in spirits or ghosts or whatever like that just reinforces their belief. Yeah, in that is like whole oh, proof, right? Right. But then there are people. Like every single thing you just said can be explained away by some Some kind of of science or something. Yeah. Think about how many houses there are that people have died in. Like it's just a really weird coincidence (laughs) that you have all these things that are, you know, supposedly Mm -hmm. like evidence of it being ghosts. But definitely, I think the human mind is very powerful. Sure. The fact that I felt like there was something weird about the house, and then to have that suspicion come true was just absolutely insane. Okay. It was really. Oh, yeah, saying it out loud and being like, "This is David. Like, this is whatever leftover energy is from this boy that died." This is leftover David. Like, if I can, there's just, a little leftover David. There's David all over level, this room. You know, yeah. And it did. It like it made me feel better. Like, and I thought it was kind of funny to be like, you know, say good morning to my roommate. You know. Do you think? Um. Do you think? Goodbye, David. Goodbye, David. Right. Do you think David ever watched you change? Tess. Yes. Do you think David ever watched you get changed or shower? Oh, 100%. So this is actually something that another friend asked me because I had an OPM for a year. 
And someone asked, do you think your ghost roommate ever watches you make content? And I was like, oh, 100%. And you know what? That's good for him. He was 18 when he died. Yeah. So I mean, if I was a ghost. That... Service for him. <laughs> but he wasn't paying for it? Well, he wasn't paying for it. He wasn't paying for it, and he wasn't paying rent, that little motherfucker. Yeah, oh. this is like the spiders what we were talking about. Yeah. David's just like a spider. <laughs> okay. Know, if the spider is my only fans, he can watch too. That's fine. So, okay, I have one more question. What the fuck? What is your only fan? <laughs> what is your only fans? No, what? It, what the fuck was Annihilation like on Acid? <laughs> oh my god! So I adore that movie. It's a great movie. And the only reason. I decided to watch it on acid was because I'd already seen it like three times. But you watched it on acid alone. But I watched it on acid alone. I mean, it was the middle of the day. It was, it was, I was correct. It was amazing to watch on acid. I would not recommend doing it unless you've already seen the movie and you know what happens in the movie. (laughs) Um, Because that last sequence, that's like the last 20 minutes of the movie, that's just the weirdest shit ever that feels like an acid trip when you're sober. Yes. It was like times a thousand. And like my floor, it, the sunlight was coming into my room at such a... Such oh, a wow. It was, like, rippling. Love that. And, like, it was very trippy. It was a really cool experience. Like, I, like, felt, you know, but it was, like, right when the credits were rolling, I looked down, my dog is, like, chewing on something. Because oh. I left my door open because she was running around the yard. And I looked down, and I'm like, what the... This is so gross. Like, what is... You know, I thought it was, a, like, a log or something. Because she's dragged, like... Because I live in the country. She's dragged, like, bones into my yes. yard before. Well, like, sure, yeah. Roadkill. I thought maybe, you know, something from outside, and then just, like, I have a picture, I can maybe email you the picture, too, of this, like, cat skeleton, like, there were no guns yeah, on it. Yeah, I want to see it. I think I have it. Dug it up. Yeah, I'll definitely send you guys a picture. She had dug it up. <laughs> that's, that's the annihilation. This is the cat? Yeah. The curious part was that the face was partially exposed. So the Jesus, fuck. the face was sticking out, and that's what made me think of the bear, and I... Like had this moment where reality and the movie became one. Yeah, oh. see, that's the that's that's what I was saying to Mike. Like, I love that movie, and uh, I had a fucking it, panic attack. Yeah, for, like four hours. That would have uh, really fucked me up. I thought monsters were real on Earth. Monsters were real on the Earth <laughs> for a minute. I thought the monsters were real for a minute on the Earth. For a second, I, I thought that thing lived on Earth in yeah. real life. No, I I kept the cat. <laughs> all right cool well tess because you know yeah thank you for enlightening (laughs) us with yeah thanks for calling me no thank you thank you for calling me (laughs) i'm actually thank you for calling me a second time because the first time i saw restricted number well that was kevin's kevin had suggested i call you back i'm sorry i was just gonna leave a message uh, well, Tess, you thank you. I as soon as I hung up, that it must be you guys. So, thank you so much. Well, you're welcome, and thank you for the enlightening story. And we'll we'll have a great Halloween. Yeah, happy Halloween, guys. Happy Halloween, bye, Tess. Bye. And that was Tess. Is that it? What a great show, guys! What a show! Yeah, what happy Halloween, show. everybody. Have a fun, safe night. Um, spend it with the ones you love dressed up like the ones that scare you nice. And if you're around, uh, and want to come to the comedy store on the 28th, I'll be doing new joke night at 1030 at night on the 31st. We're doing Valley Poppins and Sherman Oaks testing out new jokes again. Um, all to tell no jokes at all on November 3rd, which is the last surrounded of the year in LA big party night in uh, the Hollywood Improv Lab. Two shows, 7.30 and 9.45 if you want to come. 
um, would love to have you. And then on the 6th, I'm at the Delancey in New York City. And on the 7th, the very last Surrounded show of the year uh, in New York City at the stand. Tickets for all of that Woo! on MikeCalzone.com. A Squarespace website. <laughs> Well, thank you all for listening, and we hope you have a happy Halloween! That was a HeadGum Podcast.